things you should know right off the bat. I've had four cups of coffee. I'm a little nervous. Did I mention my name's Chadi? Yeah. Oh, um, this is a podcast for imperfect people, and uh, you should know that uh, I cry in corners. True story. Uh, hey guys. <laughs> hey guys, uh, this is Chadi. And I've been trying to make this episode for a good hour and a half. But if you're watching on YouTube, and if you can hear the little jingle on the iTunes and the Spotify, the cat has not really been up for me making this episode. So I'm going to try to teach this with the cat sitting on my lap. Not sure if it's going to be good, but at least it'll be entertaining for you. Anyways, we're in episode seven, and I'm going to just talk about it at this point since I can't read it in my Bible. Episode 7. Chapter 7, we find Daniel, and he has had a dream. He's had a dream that he doesn't understand. That's a little weird. There's like beasts, and they're coming out of the sea, and they have horns. And um, not only that, uh, it's like all of a sudden he sees the Son of Man, and there's like a throne room, and there's millions of people. Uh, You can find that in 9 and 10. And so you go through the first 10, 11 verses of chapter 7, and he's having the weirdest dream imaginable. Now, I'll stop there. I love this. I love that not only Daniel is interpreting other people's dreams, but God is giving him dreams as well. So, which leads us to uh, the first thing that I want you to know about dreaming. And if you want to thrive in difficult seasons, you need to know one thing. Dreams happen in exile. They do. God wants to give you dreams. Uh, Dreams are not, in the kingdom, dreams are not like hopes and aspirations that one day you'll win the Powerball or like, you know, drive a, I don't know what you want to drive. But the point is, in the dreams in the kingdom, they are prophetic um, visions. Um, I don't know what a better word is. uh, Prophetic viewings that God gives you in your sleep. He gives you in your life. He gives you um, to push you forward. That's what dreams are. And you you find this dream. um, Daniel has this incredible dream, and it's for him. And it's for him to be able to uh, know what's going to happen to the people in Babylon, to know what's going to happen in history. Uh, Some people believe it's a preview of what is yet to come and the age to come. And we find Daniel really disturbed by this dream, not understanding it. But the good thing is, is it shows us that dreams happen in exile. Chadi, I don't want a weird dream with like horns and stuff. Yes, you do. You want weird dreams. You want the type of dreams that you think to yourself, did I have bad pizza last night? Those are the type of dreams you want to have because those are the type of dreams when God finally does give you the interpretation of it, bro, it'll be one of those things that you sit with forever. I have dreams like that and I don't have bad pizza. I wake up in the morning and I say, God, was that a God dream? And he's like, usually like, yeah, yeah, it was. And Daniel goes on in verse, I want to say 15. Hey, you're giving me nothing but cat hair everywhere. Can I have my paper? Just want my paper. No, thank you. Okay. (laughs) Dreams happen in exile. It's my notes. Verses 9 and 10. I'll put it somewhere on here so you can see it. Um, And those listening, I'm in Daniel 7, verse 15. Anyways, in verse 15, he he literally looks at one of like the divine beings and he's like, dude, I really want to know what this means. And so the angel looks at him and goes, okay, this is what it means. And he gives him what I would be referring to as a very condensed version of what the dream means. This super small interpretation, but he gives it to him. 
And then he was like, yeah, no, I still want to know more. And Daniel begins to truly mine out. What are you doing? What, why are you scratching yourself? Dude, you're embarrassing me. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do a podcast and you're not letting me. I want everyone to know the cat doesn't necessarily like me. Um, my husband's not feeling great. We're still trying to get over the COVID and um, he's taking a nap. And so he's closed the door to the room. And so now she's like, I guess I'll hang out with you. That's what's happening right now. But now you get to experience what I get to experience every day. Anyways, back to Daniel. Daniel, first things you need to know is dreams happen in exile. Everyone got that? This is cool. You want dreams. Dreams push you forward. God gives you dreams, even weird dreams, because he wants to push you forward. We're going to get to how it's going to push you forward in a minute. Second thing is, um, in verse 15, he asks the angel, what does it mean? And the angel tells him, I really want to read it to you, but I can't. Sorry. Anyways, it says, I wrote down, dreams don't need explanations. Dreams need interpretations. Chadi, that means the same thing. No, it doesn't. An interpretation will help you understand. Uh, No, uh, an explanation will help you understand. An interpretation gives you revelation of why you should understand. Okay. And so we find Daniel desperately wanting this dream interpreted. And God didn't really give him a whole lot of details. The angel did not give him a whole lot of details because the truth is, God wants you to mine out the dreams for your life. He doesn't give you a dream and then it's like, ta-da, there you go, you have it. No, the mining out of dreams builds our character. The mining out of dreams builds our prayer life. The mining out of dreams builds things within us that we didn't know we had until we mined it out. Give you an example. Okay, so I have a friend. I have a friend who legit can interpret dreams. Weirdest thing in the world. It's weird. I've sent her some strange dreams. Homegirl will write back and be like, this is what it means. It's a little weird, not going to lie. So I started, I started having those type of dreams where I'd be like, Lord, is this a, is this a God dream? I would wake up in the morning and I'd have, just like he did, where I would remember it and I'd have to write it down. And I wouldn't necessarily know what it meant. I ne- and I wouldn't even ask for an explanation. I would just say, God, in your timing, show me what this means. And most of the times when I've had dreams like that, I'll find something in the word and I'll be like, oh my God, that's what I dreamed. Or something will happen. I'll be like, oh my gosh, what I dreamed. Like, God, are you leaving? Are you leaving so I can read my Bible? Thank you. Oh my gosh, guys. That was the Lord. In 15, no, I'm sorry, it was 17. No, no, 15. As for, as for me, Daniel, I was deeply disturbed by all I saw. The night visions terrified me. So I approached one of the heavenly beings standing at the flaming throne and, uh, and I asked him to explain exactly what was happening. So he did. And this is what he said. So this is the, this is the interpretation after 15 verses of weird. Okay. The dude says, the four great beasts you saw that rose from the wind whipped sea are four kings who will rise from the earth and come to rule vast empires. But the holy one of the most high God will receive that kingdom, which will last forever and all the ages to come forever and ever. But the Holy One of the Most High God will receive that kingdom, which will last forever and ever. Uh, Okay. If I were Daniel, I'd be a little upset. I'd be like, bro, you, you gave me two verses. This doesn't help me understand. But the truth is, is he gave him the most important thing. Ready? I'm in charge of your future. And God is over all of it. Hey, this is what's coming. But don't worry, God is over all of it. And I think that... When we dream dreams for ourselves, or we have God dreams for ourselves, that is the approach we need to take. God, what are you saying about my future? And you know what? You know what I do know that you're going to be in charge of it. And I think that as God begins to give us dreams in difficult seasons, in high, in great seasons, in high seasons, in low seasons, that that is our filter as we begin to interpret 
and try to understand why God is giving them to us. I think that a lot of people think dreams are for them, but dreams are not for them. They're meant to push the kingdom forward. So when I was a kid, um, uh, I, I, I was a singer for a long time. And so I toured and I did stuff and I had albums and, um, and I remember, I remember during a season where I, w- I wasn't sure if I wanted to do music anymore. Did I want to lead worship? Did I still want to songwrite? What was I doing? I, I was really questioning God. And I was, I was driving to, to a city near me. And on the way to this city, there is this vast, uh, like, um, big, gigantic buses, like uh, tour buses. And I would pray. Every time I would go to the city, I would pray towards the buses. I would say, uh, God, one day you're going to give me a tour bus. God, one day you're going to give me a tour bus. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you how many times I prayed this, hundreds of times. Because I'm like, God, you gave me a dream. And my dream, I saw myself on a stage. Now, I don't remember if I was holding a guitar or a piano or whatever. But I remember at 17 years old, I saw myself standing on a stage and, and I was talking about Jesus. Now, in my mind, because I thought I was going to be the next, you know, I don't know, singer-songwriter of the 90s, that I thought that's what I was going to do. Because, you know, I have my own interpretations of dreams. And so I w- one day, I was driving by the buses, and be- the minute I put my hand out to pray for the bus, the Lord said, stop asking for a bus, because a bus will not take you where I'm going to take you. And I was like, what? He was like, stop asking me for buses. And now I look at my life 20-something years later and the things that I've been able to accomplish and the things that I've done, a bus could not have taken me there. I can't tell you how many sky miles. I, I, there's, no, there's no end and or but on the bus that I was praying for that could have done all the things that God has done. He literally had to tell, tell me, that's not the dream I have for you. And it's because I didn't have the maturity and I didn't take the dream. I didn't hold it close and go, God, give me the revelation for this dream. I was just like, I got this. I understand exactly what you're doing. But the truth is, is God doesn't, is not, he didn't, he didn't give him a whole bunch of details. He just said, Hey dude, I'm in charge of your future and I'm going to be king over all of it. And when God gave me that dream, that weird dream that I didn't understand at 17, 16 years old, I, I immediately was like, okay, I know what this means. I didn't, I had no idea. I still don't really understand it. I still don't know what it means because I don't ever want to stand on a stage. It's not my thing, but yet this is kind of what I'm doing. I just, I stopped taking my dreams that God had given me and, and looking through my filter. Instead of taking the dreams that God has given me and I look through Daniel's filter. He said, hey, there's going to be people one day. They're going to be ruling. Don't worry. My kingdom is the one that's going to reign forever. So every dream that God gives me, because I know they're happening in exile, and I know that ultimately I don't need an explanation. I need revelation. I need a a God interpretation. So because I know those two things about my dreams, and I look through it through this filter, it takes me to the third thing, which is uh, dreams aren't for everyone. Dude, most of our, I would say vision is for other people. God will give you vision because he wants you to move forward and see things for other people. But dreams are for you. Dreams are not for everyone. Um, yeah, I think <laughs> even, I'll be honest with you, even telling that little story that I just told a minute ago made me uncomfortable because I was like, that was not for you guys. I should not have shared that. Um, dreams are not for everyone. I don't understand why everyone puts their dreams on social media. And to, like your dreams aren't mined out yet, dude. Hold on to them. You look, you sound like Joseph uh, with your dreams. Uh, we don't need to know that the stocks are going to bow to you. Um, your dreams are for you. You should hold them and maybe allow them to, you know, 
fester a little bit more and let God work some things out in you a little bit more before you start sharing them. Because what happens is when you share dreams that God has given you prematurely, you end up in a pit and you end up in a prison. Uh, first things first. So you look at the life of Joseph. Joseph was a, uh, he had a bunch of brothers and God gave him all these incredible dreams. I think it's in Genesis. I don't know. It's got to be in Genesis. I think in Genesis. I don't know. It's in the Torah. Anyways, Joseph and he, is it Joseph? Yeah, Joseph in the color. Yeah, I'm right. Um, anyways, he's like, hey guys, guess what? I had a dream. And in the dream, you guys were all bowing to me. And I was like, you know, you guys were serving me. And so they threw his butt in a pit. Dude ended up in a prison, ended up in years and years and years of not so good until finally God gave him the dream that he had, that he had. but he shared it prematurely. And I think that when we share our dreams prematurely, what we do is uh, it's like uh, eating an orange that is not ripe. We're giving away fruit that was never meant to be handed out yet. Um, I have a lime tree out there that uh, I cursed a couple of weeks ago and said, if you don't have limes, I'm going to cut you down. And now there's limes. And I really want to rip off the lime because it's so beautiful, but it's not ready. And so because it's not ready, I don't want to ruin the tree or ruin the fruit in the process. And so I have to wait it out. And um, guys, sometimes you just got to wait it out. Well, Chadi, I, I have, I, I know what this dream is. I know what God is doing. Do you? Because dude, I'm 39 years old and I still don't know what God is doing. Because God's not about giving you super intenso details. God's about giving you an overall etching theme. And that overall etching theme is trust me, obey me, wink, wink. I mean, that's what he does. He's all about building trust and uh, obedience and character within you so that when he does uh, decide to unfold the dreams that he has for your life, that he can then entrust you with the vision to steward it and to see it come to fruition. So I wrote a couple things down here. So we find Daniel, oh, at the end, of the, I think it's verse 28. He says, my thoughts on the matter upset me greatly. My face grew pale, but I kept it all to myself. This guy, man, that's what, when I said dreams aren't for everyone. He's like, this is too weird. This dream is a little too weird. I don't think people will understand it. Um, I definitely am not going to share it with uh, the king or anybody that's going to be like, hey, so eventually the you know Persians are coming and they're going to take everything over. He knew what to share, what not to share, and when to share it. And you're going to find in the next couple chapters, like the dream stays with him. It bothers him. Um, but God begins to unveil some really beautiful things and give him vision for it and uh, ways for him to be able to steward it. But it's because he knows that the dream is real because dreams happen in exile. Two, that really what he needs from that dream is God-sized revelation, not understanding. Like, I think so many times God gives us things and he puts things in our heart and we're just like, we use our human, okay, here it goes again, the cat is back. And so we use our human logic to try to understand God-sized situations. Mother of God. Your butt out of my face. I need you to sit down. I need you to relax. Okay. This is the weirdest podcast of my life. But you know what? Nothing could be weirder than the last month. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. <coughs> I apologize for the cough, the COVID cough. I'm on the ends of it. Praise God when you do it. But dreams, dreams happen in exile. Dreams don't need explanations. Dreams need interpretation. They need revelation. They need a deep God-sized understanding that what God is giving you is, is for you. I think the weirdest thing in the world is when God will download something to someone and they're just like, this is what God's giving me. Look how cool it is. Or, Hey, this is what God's giving me. I have no idea how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to go ahead and share it with the world. Like, dude, don't do that. 
I don't know what the dream is that God's given you. It might be songwriting. It might be speaking. It might be a business idea. You would never start a business without a business plan. Dreams need a business plan. There are things that you're going to need to work out in yourself and work out in your life and just work out before you see dreams come into fruition. The most important thing... Okay, bye, weirdo. See you later. May the Lord bless your ministry. I'm just going to take a minute, take a sip of my coffee because I don't trust that she's not going to come back. Mm Mm-hmm. Eye contact. It's good to see you. Why don't you go? Go away. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry this is a weird episode, but we do weird here at Eye Crying Corners. Anyways, dreams happen. You need revelation for your dreams, and dreams aren't for everyone. Yeah, man, you need a business plan for your dreams. Chadi, what does that look like? Are you mining out your dreams? Are you asking God, what does it mean? If God gives you something, write it out. God, what does this mean? I had a dream. I'm not going to tell you what the dream is because it's too weird. Anyways, I had a dream. And in the dream, it was strange, super strange. And I wrote it out. And I said, um, I was like, should I send this to somebody and ask them what it means? Or God, are you, God, you know what? I want to know what the dream means. And God was like, okay, I'll tell you what the dream means. And, I all, and he said, I want you to fast today. I said, okay. I fasted all day. This was a couple months ago. And dude, by the end of the day, that dream, little by little, he'd be like, hey, when this, you saw this, this is what it meant. And I wrote it down. And by the end of the day, I looked at my notes and literally I was able to break down completely what the dream meant. Like sometimes God wants to give us revelation so bad. But we don't even have, we're so um, impatient or we expect everything to be, because we live in a world where everything is microwaved and fast and Netflixed and at the hand. Like, I don't even watch movies all the way through. I'm not going to lie. I can't tell you one season of anything that I've actually watched entire episodes. I forward through everything. Everything. Everything's fast. I Uber Eats all the time. Everything for me is fast, 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 fast. And I believe that because we live in a society and in a world and in a culture and in Babylon where everything is fast, 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 that things aren't truly built out in us the way they should be. Okay? So I believe that's why God teaches us patience through our dreams. He builds our character in waiting on dreams. All the things that dreams do to push us forward, they're internal. Dreams cause us to have to wait. Dreams cause us to have to build grit. Uh, Dreams cause us to have to build character because we cannot carry the weight of any God-sized dream without the character that God has really wanting to build within us. And so if you want vision for your dreams, if you want a business plan for your dreams, then you need to understand that, yo, your dreams, they really are happening. So if you're one of those people that's like, I just really can't see my dreams realized right now because I'm really just going through a difficult season. I don't know why that's the voice I always do when I think of that person in my head, but it's true. It's just like, I don't really know what I'm doing. That person, I love you and I'm sorry, but God has dreams for you right there in the muck and mire of your season. I know this because it's in the word of God. It's in, it's in Daniel and it's and happened in my life. I'm speaking from experience. The dreams of my life, the things, the dreams that God has given me, the things, the prophetic visions or whatever, the uh, seeds planted in my heart, they've usually happened in difficult seasons. And they happen in difficult seasons to birth hope in us. That's right. Dreams birth hope. Why? Because God knows in difficulty, what you need is hope. And so dreams are happening. 
God wants to give you interpretations and revelation because revelation is given to the obedient. It's only ones that he, he gives revelation to those that he knows will then share it and build on it. He doesn't give revelation to people that are just going to pocket it. He gives revelation to those that he knows will share it. And so some of you are out there and you're like, but when do I share it? Wait, dreams aren't for everyone. Dreams are for you. And he'll tell you when to share it. Guys, I have been reading Daniel for 10 years. I'm over reading Daniel. I don't know why I'm teaching on Daniel again. God's got jokes. But I've never shared this stuff before. As, as much as I read it and I study it, he releases it when he releases it. His time, like, I can't, I can't make this junk up, dude. You know what it is? I'm doing an entire podcast season on thriving in difficult seasons. And my husband and I get freaking COVID-19. Not only that, we've had it forever, okay? Like, this is the first day in weeks that I haven't felt like I was dying. Like, I have horrible asthma and bronchitis and pneumonia issues. And like, God has like completely saved me from being another number with this COVID-19. And it's been right in the middle of a podcast season where I'm having to tell you how to thrive when things are difficult. Yeah, no, I, I can't plan this stuff. God's plans and his ways are so much bigger than mine because I could not be speaking about this. Like, I can't, I just, like, I'm not telling you something that I'm like, this would be cool. No, bro, I'm telling you because I'm freaking living it. I'm living it. I'm living what I'm telling you. I'm telling you that the last month I've had to be determined. The last month I've had to remain faithful. The last month I've had to have an even if attitude. I've had to remember that God is the one that healed me then and he will heal me again. I've had to keep my life set apart. I've had to thrive from a place of victory, even though I didn't feel victorious. So I wouldn't compare myself to have a victim mentality. And now I'm telling you, God, in the last couple of weeks, I'm dreaming again. I'm dreaming again. I'm having vision for my life and dreams that I, I forgot, things that I didn't ever consider. Because the truth is dreams happen in exile. And those that have the maturity to seek God and mind them out will find that they will gain revelation. And when they gain that revelation, God will begin to make things and work things out so that you don't end up in a pit or a prison, but instead you end up running a nation. And God being able to put you in positions and platforms and and places of, of honor because you honored him in the waiting. And just like with Daniel, and just like Joseph, and just like so many other people in the Bible, God wants to take you from glory to glory to glory. And the only way he can do that is by building out character in you, and by you waiting and understanding. And um, I don't know, man. Dreaming big. Um, Yeah. Dream big. Love God. That's all I got for you. Love you, weirdos.